Hi, friends. Welcome to the Edge of Fear podcast, hosted by Liz Basil Lewison at Liz Without a Pillow. Each week, I'll be bringing you some different insights, lessons, and laughs with an end goal of a more empowered and authentically happier human race. Everybody's got a story, and everybody's story is important. Let's do this. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for coming back for another episode of the Edge of Fear podcast. I cannot believe that we are at episode 76 today. Um, We are on this roller coaster ride together, and I'm here for it. We're all here for it. We're stuck. We're stuck on the roller coaster. So buckle up. Um, Today's episode, I want to really dive in on food and body how that's been coming up for me this last week or three, Um, human connection and vulnerability. So a couple of these things I have talked about way back when, uh, back in like fall 2019, the early episodes, um, I talked a lot about uh, my, my relationship with my body and food. And recently it's come back up. So in the last like six months or so, uh, Joey and I have done some experimenting with the ketogenic diet, um, some low carb diets, some intermittent fasting. I read a lot of uh, Dave Asprey's Superhuman and um, I was listening to a lot of podcasts about keto because we were doing it. So I wanted to do the research and I wanted to kind of learn about like, what are the benefits to intermittent fasting? And ultimately I did an episode, um, like five, six months ago on how it was okay that I wanted to be all in on this diet that I wanted to undergo this season of life. And I have zero regrets about it as I really, as I look back on, on every chapter of my life, I know that I learned something from each chapter and therefore I'm glad that it happened. And so I don't have any regrets about trying the keto diet. I know a lot of people really hate the keto diet and all of my love to you. Anything that makes us feel so angry, anything that makes us feel so much, all of my love to you because that means that we're having an emotional response, right? So that's really what today's episode is about. Um, in the human connection and the vulnerability part, I'll, I'll talk about that, um, how something, you know, when it fires you up, that means, you know, there's, there's some emotion in there. So, but right now, food and body. So a couple months ago, so basically like three months into doing keto, maybe four, four months into like seriously doing keto and intermittent fasting, my period got all fucked up. And that's why two episodes ago, I did uh, a little blurb about knowing about your cycle and about learning about your cycle, which has been something that's been on my list of things I wanted to learn better about for literally years and so I finally did it so thanks keto for that um but it really it really hijacked my systems and again this is my personal opinion and my personal experience um and so I'm not a doctor I'm not a scientist I just like to share with you guys openly I 
I felt like my systems got hijacked and I had been having really excellent sleep for a really long time. And then all of a sudden my sleep was kind of messed up by it. Um, and all of a sudden my hormones were kind of messed up by it and my sex drive and my, I was missing periods. Um, and I can't say for sure that it was exclusively the food aspect, exclusively the diet aspect, because I was also, as I mentioned a couple of episodes ago also, I was entering kind of this darkness phase of my of my existence in this season of life uh, that happens every so often. Little D darkness, big D darkness. Um, they're things that I regularly reference and they are on the spectrum of depression and it's something that I've suffered um, you know, ranges of depression since I was a teenager, maybe even before that, but it's, they're all in my realm of regular emotional experiencing of life. And I don't know, again, I don't know if it was the food or if it was the stress levels or if it was just this low that I was coming into, but I came into this low and then all of these bodily reactions started happening. And basically what I've come to notice in the last couple of weeks, specifically since my conversation, I mean, definitely since my conversation with Jennifer Watson for episode 75, moving the needle forward with mental intelligence and mental wellness, we talk about sitting with feelings, sitting with your hard feelings. And it's something that I've worked on for many years is sitting with myself when I am in a state of like flurried and frenzied and having this conversation with her really brought that to the forefront for me. And I realized that when I diet, when I, when I restrict, my self-image and my body image and my self-worth all decline, always. Every single time that I diet, 100% of the time, 100% of my life, if I'm dieting, if I'm restricting calories or carbs or whatever, if I'm not literally just eating intuitively and drinking water and sleeping and like doing what my body knows I need nutrient-wise and, and, and habit-wise for good health. If I do things because I think I'll fit better in my jeans or I'll feel better about myself and my relationship, instead of just dealing with those emotions separately, my self-worth declines. And then I have to hustle for my self-worth again. And so I started reading this book that was recommended um, Brene Brown talks about it. I know Danica Brescia talks about it. Um, but it's, it's very much in the wellness world and the spirituality world. And the book is by Janine Roth and the book is called women, food, and God. And the quote I want to share with you is if compulsive eating is anything, it's a way we leave ourselves when life gets hard. And it just brought me back to the days of college, restrictive eating, binge eating, you know, getting stoned and eating, whatever it was, and just not dealing with whatever it was that I was feeling on that day. And, you know, I hear, I, I, I read that line, I heard this, these words, and it, immediately 
you know, made this dieting make sense to me. I can focus on restricting. I can focus on, you know, if I'm, if I'm just better at this, if I just do more fasting, if I just do less carbs, if I just work harder then, and I control more, then I'm working on this thing, but I'm distracting from all the other things. And I get to leave myself. I get to leave my problems and I get to not deal with the feelings that are just below the surface, that are just beneath this dieting. So that's really it on food and body. Basically, I've decided to say, fuck you, keto diet. Um, and fuck you, intermittent fasting, other than for the scientific reasons every now and then. If I feel like doing it because there are benefits, long-term benefits for every now and then fasting, I don't think that it will be something that I do every week forever because I don't think it's sustainable. So I don't want to leave myself. I don't want to diet to leave myself. I know that when I diet, I hate my body and I have to hustle for my self-worth. I have to hustle for my worthiness because it feels that I am inherently not enough. And if I were to only lose this weight, gain this weight, do this thing, restrict this amount, then I'll be good enough. Then I'll be able to deal with these emotions. So read the book, Women, Food, and God by Janine Roth. I'm literally only on chapter three right now, but I'm, I'm dying over how good it is. Okay, so the other point, one of two more points today, is about human connection. So we need human connection. We know this, we need this, where many of us are suddenly facing this new bout of intense social anxiety before any kind of social engagements, whether that is going to work or seeing a couple of friends after a literal year hiatus of normal social interactions suddenly there's this like heaviness this difficultness this difficultness this challenge um about when we are going to see people maybe not for everybody but a few people i've spoken to are feeling this way so i wanted to share on it in case it's you in case you're listening and you're feeling that way too so we're missing this connection but we so greatly need it so the other day joey and i were watching uh american psycho it's the one with christian bale and he's like this yuppie salesman and in New York City and his whole shtick is like be the most successful be the best looking be the fittest have the most sex all the things and we're watching the movie and I tell Joey oh by the way I've I've not smoked weed in like a week and that's really good for me my normal is like I smoke at least once a week um, and I use it like most people use a glass of wine. So I'm not high and I'm watching this movie and normally I can watch anything and be like, this is great because I'm high, maybe. But 
I'm watching the movie and I'm like, Joey, I don't like this movie. I don't want to finish this movie. I don't like this. Spoiler alert. We don't know if Christian Bale is like actually killing these people or if he is just imagining that he's killing people. But there's there's all these there's all these pieces of this movie and the whole time I'm just thinking like wow I don't like this movie I don't like these characters I I don't like this at all I don't like this life I don't like this life that these people are living and I don't want to be watching this anymore I don't want to be a participant to this violence and a couple days later so we finished the movie and a couple days later it hits me I really deeply related to one of the characters in the movie and it's not one of the main characters it's like one of the supporting characters Christian Bale has like this mistress in the movie who is like all fucked up on like painkillers and Valium and anti-anxiety medication and she's all fucked up in the in the movie the whole time and she's trying to speak to Christian Bale and she's trying to tell him that you know, she just wants him to listen. She just wants to talk to him. She wants to make sure she's going to see him again. She just wants to be heard. And I just, I really related with that because I get stoned when I want to numb. You know, I, I don't want to have to have that hard conversation sometimes. And I'd rather just like get fucked up and be fucked up at dinner instead of like, sitting with my feelings so again it's about that like sitting with this discomfort sitting with the the uncomfortability that is I have an emotional response and so you know I realized that I had this feeling and I I shared it with Joey and I was like because as I was saying I didn't like the movie he was like you know you're so angry about this movie like then it's having the emotional response you're having the emotional response you're supposed to like to a movie the movie's doing what it's supposed to if it's making you like get this angry about it and so i i told him a couple days later when i had this revelation like you were right and this movie did make me think and it put me i put myself in courtney's shoes and i was like you know just just be pretty and get fucked up and you're fine and i had this literally like this revelation about not wanting to just get fucked up and numb like i don't want to do that i want to be able to sit with my feelings and i want to be able to have an adult conversation about my feelings and about what's going on in my life and and try and talk through it and and think through it and sit with it um so yeah so that's where i've been trying to sit with it but i realized in talking about this movie and sharing it with joey and then sharing it with Um, a couple of other friends of mine, this specific movie, this specific sharing that, you know, if we're not going to get the human interaction in real life, socializing with, you know, strangers at bars or our friends on at events and weekends and, you know, if, if the pandemic is going to continue, if the lockdown is going to continue, then we have to share when something means something to us with the people in our life and if that means calling or texting them setting up a facetime um you know those moments are important and it gives everybody an opportunity to look at their own shit when you shine a light on yours um and then the final thing that i wanted to talk about Um, I also recently started reading Brene Brown's Daring Greatly 
and as in most of her literature, she talks about vulnerability, and she talks about how in all of her research, she interviews a lot of a lot of people, and those who she finds are wholehearted, she finds across the board are vulnerable. They are okay sharing and being vulnerable. And she talks about how there's this like this culture of shame and we have this mom shaming that we do and you know these comparisons that we that we do to ourselves just scrolling on Instagram and just existing and and constantly trying to keep up with the Joneses and and be more relevant and she says that the question shouldn't be are you a good mom or a bad mom it shouldn't be are you a good wife or a bad wife it shouldn't be are you a good daughter or a bad daughter? It should be, are you engaged? Are you an engaged parent? Are you an engaged sibling or daughter or son or husband or wife or friend or relative or whatever it is? Because when you're disengaged, when you're too busy being on your phone or staying relevant, keeping up with what's going on with the stock market or the latest shows, you don't get to engage in what's actually going on in the people around you's lives. If you are engaged, even if you fuck up, even if the answers that you give, you know, the trials that you run, even if everything that you do and try is wrong, at least you're giving it an honest effort. If you are too afraid to to fail, There will never be innovation. We'll never come up with new creative resolutions and we'll just continue more of the same. If you want to make a change, you can't be afraid to fail. You have to be okay to step into the arena, make a mistake, be vulnerable, and be honest with yourself and with others about what it was that you had to be vulnerable about. So that's it. Don't leave yourself when things get hard. Share with others what your emotional response is to whatever you're doing anyway. If it's binging on Netflix, if it's, you know, reading lots or listening to lots of podcasts, whatever it is that sparks a thought in you, because that's why we, that's why we're watching TV, movies, listening to podcasts, reading books, you know, whatever it is that you're doing, right? It's because like either you want to get out of your brain or you want to get into it. But like we want We want to do something. So when you're done doing your something or even in the middle of doing your something, share it with someone. Reach out, connect with them, just share it. Even if it's not to get a response, even if it's not, you know, to learn more about it, even if it's just for the sake of sharing it, like if we're not getting that human connection from people in real life face to face, then we're losing so many ideas that we used to be able to come up with, so many new ways of thinking about things because we don't have that human connection. So if you reach out to a friend, then maybe they'll reach out to a friend and maybe they'll reach out to a friend and maybe we'll be able to come up with a better way of living in this way. If things are going to continue like this for God knows how long and we don't know how long, let's make the most of it. Be vulnerable, connect with others, stay with yourself, sit with yourself, feel it all out. I love you guys. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to today's episode. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes or find me on Instagram at LizWithoutAPillow. 
If you loved what you listened to or know somebody that would, please share it. Screenshot the episode in the podcast app, share it to your Instagram story, and tag me. If you'd like to lend your personal support, take a moment and leave a review on iTunes. We would be so grateful. Tune in next week for a brand new episode. See you then.